The 2022 bowl slate is set, and the Big 12s is literally criminal. This is Locked On Baylor. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. I'm Drake Toll from Sports Illustrated. It's Inside the Bears. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first lesson every single day. And there has been a crime, a legitimate crime in the Big 12 when it comes to where these football teams have been placed in their respective bowls. Even before I get into Baylor and the atrocity that is Baylor playing in the Armed Forces Bowl, my heart goes out to the Oklahoma State fans that are going to the Guaranteed Rate Bowl at Chase Field in Phoenix. My heart goes out even more so to the Texas Tech fans who are playing in the Texas Bowl at NRG. It's not the way that it works. Like This is just not... Each of these teams, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, everybody, you are promised a certain bowl game based on your given slot every year. And it just didn't happen this year. Instead of giving the third best Big 12 team, fourth best Big 12 team, where Texas Tech landed, they were the obvious choice booking their tickets for the Camping World Bowl or whatever it is, uh, Cheez-It Bowl at Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Like they're literally buying their tickets in Orlando because It is the way that it's the rules. The rules state that this Big 12 team will go to the Cheez-It Bowl. So everybody's preparing for Texas Tech and the Cheez-It Bowl. And instead, the Big 12 sends Oklahoma. I I get everybody loves Brett Yormark, and he's real clever. He's real crafty. He's doing a lot of great stuff. But holy, now you're taking a team in Oklahoma who's leaving the conference. You owe them nothing. And since they're one of your larger teams, one of your bigger brands, they have the bigger name, you send them to the Cheez-It Bowl instead of Texas Tech where they were promised. Now, look, you're a Tech fan. You're upset. As a Baylor guy, as a Baylor guy, Tech fans, I would have put you on the back seat for a little bit. You you hold my non-alcoholic beer. The Baylor Bears are in one of the most humiliating positions in college football. That may sound dramatic to you. And you're like, ah, humiliating. At least we're going bowling. If you are one of those people that's like, remember when we used to wish we could go to a bowl? Be happy with this. No. Baylor should have gone very obviously to the Liberty Bowl. They're better than Kansas. And the Liberty Bowl is a much better bowl than the Armed Forces. But Kansas goes to the Liberty Bowl. Baylor should have gone to the Texas Bowl, possibly. And Texas Tech goes to Cheez-It. And Oklahoma, honestly, the way this all shakes out, Oklahoma should be going to the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, not Oklahoma State. Oklahoma should be going to the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, not Baylor. But the bigger brand was favored in this deal. And now the Bears have to pay for it. I I have like some, there's plenty of conspiracies. There, There needs to be some conversation over why Baylor is not in the Liberty Bowl. Did did Dave Aranda say no? Did Mac Rhodes say no? Were, did, were they pitched the idea of playing an SEC team and, and Baylor balked at it? That That's the way the order goes. I don't understand how the Big 12 would say to Baylor, you cannot play in the bowl we have allotted you to play in based on your standing. Instead, you have to play in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. There's something there that doesn't make sense to me. Who made this decision, whether it's Baylor who declined the bowl bid or the Big 12 who said, we're going to send you here. We're going to make this bid work for you to go to the Armed Forces Bowl. One of the two parties made the call 
not to play in the Liberty Bowl, not to play in the Texas Bowl, where Baylor rightfully should have been. Now, instead of playing in late December after Christmas, you get more time to practice as a team and everything put together. You are in the bottom cellar, the basement of bowl games on December 22nd, prime time, 6.30 p.m. at Amon G. Carter Stadium. The, well, what is worse about this? And again, I want to know, did Baylor think it wasn't the, wasn't going to be as advantageous to play in the Liberty Bowl? Remember, I take you back two years ago to the COVID year. Baylor was given an opportunity to play in a bowl game, and Dave Aranda and Mac Rhodes said, no, our season's done. They said, our season's done. And now you get in a situation this year where the Liberty Bowl is obviously on the table, and somebody, whether the Big 12 or Baylor 1, makes a call not to do it, and you create a circle of sad. Baylor basketball beat Gonzaga. Um, this week, which is which last week, which is great. Uh, and I, I, I'm happy for that. At least some things are trending up. But this bowl game ruined my, it stole my soul and blew it into a million pieces because TCU is going to the college football playoff. Your number one rival, the first Big 12 team, the first team from Texas, uh, the first Big 12 team, not Oklahoma, to go to the college football playoff, it's TCU. It's not Baylor, who's been on the doorstep now three times. Instead, it's their biggest arch rival. And that, it stings. They're going to have that. TCU's going to have that. Now, they didn't get the Big 12 championship. Baylor's got a lot more of those in their back pocket, especially recently. And, and instead, TCU's consolation prize is a college football playoff. Well, while they're practicing for the college football playoff, literally on December 22nd, TCU cannot utilize Eamon G. Carter to practice for the college football playoff because their rival, Baylor, has a bowl game scheduled there. Baylor's 6-6 six and six consolation prize for that, those six wins, is playing a bowl game in their rival's stadium while the rival, TCU, is preparing to play in the college football playoff and to vie for a national championship. How demoralizing, how degrading. If I'm Mac Rhodes, if I'm Dave Aranda, I, anything, put me in the guaranteed rate bowl. Put me in the bowl that you're supposed to go to, the Liberty Bowl or the Texas Bowl. Put us where Baylor, put Baylor where Baylor deserves to be based on the season they had. Even at 6-6, six and six, Baylor's Big 12 record puts them in a spot that is much better than the Armed Forces Bowl, while Kansas takes their happy butt over to the Liberty Bowl and plays Arkansas. That's where Baylor should have been. It's where Baylor should have been. And I, I'm going to be upset about it because now Baylor gets Air Force in a bowl game. Oklahoma State gets to play Wisconsin. Kansas gets to play Arkansas. Texas Tech gets a shot at Ole Miss. Oklahoma, who Baylor finished better than in the Big 12, who Baylor beat in the Big 12, gets Florida State at the Cheez It Bowl. And it shouldn't have even been Baylor at the Cheez It Bowl. It should have been Texas Tech. But the Big 12 decided, somebody decided, the Cheez It Bowl decided, someone in this equation that they were going to take instead of instead of Texas Tech, Oklahoma for the brand. And that's just whack, man. Somebody's got to stand up and say, hey, no. That's not what you're allotted. There is a system here that is being diverted from, and I don't see why that's the case. I, I don't. It doesn't make sense. It's not fair. And now, as a result of that, you're getting Baylor playing at TCU Stadium in their bowl game against Air Force. Imagine Baylor last season goes to the college football playoff, and while practicing for the college football playoff on December 22nd, 6-6 six and six TCU, 
plays in the credit to Peter Pope Magnolia Silos Bowl. So we open up Waco, we open up McLean Stadium, you bring in all the TCU fans, and you know what? Baylor will practice in the indoor today. You guys take McLean. TCU and Western Michigan, going to be a big one here in the Silos Bowl, in the Magnolia Bowl. You know how demoralizing that is? You know how great it would be? I would go to the game. I would go watch TCU play at McLean Stadium while Baylor's getting ready for a college football playoff and think, poor, pitiful rival. Six and six playing Western Michigan at Baylor's Stadium. Oh, couldn't be us. I would sit. I would eat with my fancy cutlery. I would be in the Baylor club thinking, wow, this is so sad. And it's literally what's happening right now to Baylor. They're going to be playing Air Force at Amon G. Carter. And the entire TCU staff is going to be at the game thinking, that's just sad. That is just sad. They're in our stadium, in our town. We're welcoming in Baylor, our rival, while we prepare for the college football playoff to play on our turf. Oh, we'll water the grass for you. It is natural grass at AMG. We'll water the grass for you. We'll, we'll feed you. We'll get you some food and pregame meals. I don't know. We'll do a flyover. How about that? That's awful. It's terrible. If you were... If you were already upset with the last three weeks of the Baylor football season, somebody, whether it be the Big 12, the Baylor staff, the bowl gods, has decided that Baylor football does not deserve to go to the bowl that they were allotted to go to, and now they're with this. And it, I am not happy. I am not. This is, you know what? To put it in the words of Dave Aranda, this is on par. This is on par. You've already fired your DC. This is the least stable that the program has been under Dave Aranda, which is not saying much. It's still a very stable program, but boy, the optics of the last four weeks have just been not good. Now guys are getting fired. You're seeing Dave put it all back together, but boy, there's a lot of stuff going on that I didn't see coming in a season that Baylor started in the top 10, and now they are playing at Eamon G. Carter in a bowl game while TCU gets ready for a college football playoff. That should make you sick. That should make your stomach turn a little bit because when I saw that today, when I when I looked at my phone, I was like, the Armed Forces Bowl. I'm watching other teams go off the board to their bowl games, and then boom, here's Baylor, Air Force. Sick. Insults to absolute injury. You know what's not insult to injury? You know what's good? Omaha Steaks. Holiday sale, baby, right now. If you don't like steak, if you're a vegetarian, man, I'm sorry, because I do like steak. And Omaha steaks have become some of my favorite. So right now, you get the gift of an Omaha steak. America's original butcher since 1917. And you can give that gift to someone you love, with the holidays being here. Delicious Omaha Steak and the Steak Experts have a special for you. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Locked On, all caps, Locked On at checkout. Get $30 off your order. $30. You're guaranteed to impress everyone that comes to your party or anyone you get them for with the butcher's cut filet mignon, the air-chilled boneless chicken, the ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Promo code Locked On at your checkout for $30 off your order extra 30 bucks off your order minimum order may be required but still 30 dollars off at locked on right now using the promo code locked on and omaha steak the world's best beef all right let's do a preview of this baylor air force game everybody's so excited for it Pfft, stupid oklahoma you get to play top 15 florida state sucks for you oh texas tech you're playing lane kiffin jackson dart and old miss Pfft, that blows 
oh, Arkansas, you got to go after that. That real wily Kansas team, geez, who would want those matchups? Oklahoma State, Wisconsin, God, give me a break. Give me Air Force. Yes! Just when you thought, just when you're sitting at home thinking or in your car, wherever you are listening right now, thinking, man, I, I hate, there's nothing about this that is good at all. I got news for you. It's going to be the most electric bowl game of all time. Neither of the teams are going to throw the ball once. Air Force, they're starting quarterback this season. You've all heard of him, obviously. Hazik Daniels, yeah, get that name ready, has thrown four. God, guys, he is 36 for 76 passing the whole season. 733 yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions. Ah, yes, the Air Force Falcons. They don't throw the ball. It's going to be the most boring bowl game you've ever seen in your entire life. So I know you're getting real excited for this one. Don't. 733 yards in 12 games. I'm doing the math on that. That's a little over 50 yards a game. The football field is 100 yards. They don't throw the football the length of the playing surface over the course of a game at Air Force. They barely throw it the width of the playing surface. And that's who Baylor gets in a bowl game. I hope you're ready for a whole lot of running the football. Say hello to Brad Roberts. Oh, my God. Brad Roberts plays for Air Force. He is their starting running back. Brad has 308 carries. Richard Reese has 190. Brad has 308 carries for 1,612 yards, 15 touchdowns. I can't even, that's insane. 308 carries for 1,612 yards. Please, I introduce to you David Cormier. David, their leading receiver, ah, 384 yards. 13 receptions, four touchdowns. Monterey Baldwin, Baylor's leading receiver, also has four touchdowns, 33 receptions, 565 yards. And Baylor's had a pretty, pretty not great receiving group. That's Baylor's leading receiver, has 565 yards. That's, oh, ah, but watch out for Cormier. Points per game, Air Force 28, Baylor 34. Points allowed per game, though, Air Force 13. They average, the average score of an Air Force game this season, 28 to 13. So they're beating people pretty good but they're not doing it throwing the football. They average 68 passing yards per game, 331 rushing yards per game. They allow, oh, they allow 100 rushing yards per game. And they allow 157 passing yards per game. They don't allow a lot of yards. That's only 256 yards. This is an Air Force team. This is an Air Force team that plays really good defense and runs the dang ball. Let me give you some of their scores. San Diego State last week, 13 to 3. Colorado State, 24 to 12. They beat Army, 13 to 7. Barely lost to Boise State, 19 to 14. Baylor might lose this game. Baylor might lose the Armed Forces Bowl at Amon G. Carter, where they don't win very often against Air Force. This is a tactical, efficient, strong, put together consistent football team. All of the words that you would think would come from Air Force players, they fit right there. Against a Baylor team that's lost three straight, an Air Force team that has won four straight against mighty New Mexico, Colorado State, San Diego State. So while you guys are playing Wisconsin and Arkansas, Ole Miss, huh, we're playing the real guys, American heroes at Air Force. You want some history in the Armed Forces Bowl? You don't know how bad this is? I, I get that I'm, I'm, I'm being, am I being pessimist today? Am I being a pessimist? Is this pessimistic? 
I feel like it's a realist. I feel like I'm calling it like it is, hopefully. Some of the uh, storied programs that have played in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. 05, Kansas went. They played Houston. Uh, Tulsa and Utah in 06. Some more recent ones, if you'd like. Houston and Pitt. Everybody remembers the classic 2015 California versus Air Force game. Final score, 55-36. Louisiana Tech and Navy. My personal favorite was when Army beat Houston in 2018, 70-14 in the Armed Forces Bowl. Now, everyone remembers the cult classic Army, 24, Missouri, 22 last year. If I asked you who played in the Armed Forces Bowl last year, you wouldn't have the slightest clue. And that's what it's going to be for Baylor. The very first bowl game of the Big 12, December 22nd. Last season, the the attendance at the Armed Forces Bowl, Army was in it, so it's mostly Army fans, 35,000. The year before that, Mississippi State and Tulsa, 9,000. Big reason why is because these, these service schools are going to send a lot of people. They may outnumber Baylor fans at Amon G because they're Air Force and they've got fans all over the place. So Baylor fans really got to try to show up to this. Please, please. Uh, and la- you can keep the streak alive, though, of Amon G. Carter just not being filled up because that's the way that it goes there most of the time, even when their team's a college football playoff contender and now in the college football playoff. That's it. That's your preview of the Armed Forces Bowl. Baylor University in the postseason uh, while TCU dances away to the college football playoff. Can you tell that I'm not very happy with, with that? I am happy, though, with simply say, guys, I'm telling you, I have had a problem over here where I live with people breaking in to stuff because I live in a college, like I live on college row over here pretty much. Uh, and people love to rob things from us, mostly because that's, that's, just the way you get with college kids. I don't know why robbers really like to target us, but they do. Now that I have Simply Safe, though, that problem has been almost effectively nil. Because uh, Simply Safe has great, not just great protection for you, but also savvy protection because it doesn't call me every time someone's just at the door. Like the, the delivery driver comes, the police aren't going to be called. That is what makes it really great for me. Simply Safe's got some great holiday deals going on right now, too. So if you go to Simply Safe, go check out all the stuff that they've got. Um, and, and it's, there's a reason third year in a row, they're really the best home security system of, uh, of the year, 24 seven protection as well. Right now, simplysafe.com forward slash locked on college, 40% off any new system, simplysafe.com forward slash locked on college. There's no safe, like simply safe. All right. I have good news. Uh, my pessimism is over. Baylor beat Gonzaga in a basketball game in the world's worst marketed basketball game ever. Um, yeah, I don't know why they wanted this to be Fort Knox. They put it on Peacock so you couldn't watch it. They put it in South Dakota with 5,000 seats so that you couldn't see it. And Baylor got the win over Gonzaga. Uh, not, not, the, not the best game in the world for the Bears. The, the offense, I felt like, was not good. Maybe the worst that we've seen them this season, uh, except for the Marquette game that we just saw, too. But the defense impeccable. And I loved, there were some comments made, you know, about Jonathan Chamo Chatua stopped the team pregame. It was like, guys, we got to buy in. I mean, you've got to, this is just not cutting it. If you want to win games, you got to play defense. And the entire coaching staff kind of had to come to Jesus meeting with the team on Friday before that game and said, look, if we're going to win, if we're going to beat Gonzaga, if we're going to beat any team the rest of the season, be a championship contender. You got to play better defense. So the team picked it up. They changed something on Friday and it worked. They held Gonzaga to just 63 points. Granted, they only scored 64 themselves, but they got the win. Baylor shot 37%, held Gonzaga to 36%. Three-pointers, that's where Baylor wants to live or die, right? 
Oof. They shot 25%. Not exactly what you want, but again, you won. Overall, yeah, 23 for 62 is not great, but you held Gonzaga to 22 for 61. Uh, six for 24 from deep. Let's not do that again. But free throws were a, a much better bright spot. Baylor went 12 for 15. Gonzaga went 13 for 21. Gonzaga, just make your free throws, you win the game. Uh, also, I, I think it's become a, a glaring issue for Baylor in the last couple of seasons. And it even was in 2021, but didn't matter too much. That that comes with big man um, bo- playing down low. How well can this team play down low? Not very. You're going to see a lot of spreading the floor out. You don't go to Flo Thamba as an offensive weapon. There's no Azubuki out there for Baylor that the offense can run through or they can bang in the post. Flo Thamba's defense, though, spectacular. But, jeez, ah, 47-32 to 32 rebounding advantage for Gonzaga just shows that Baylor's bigs are not what will win them games. And it was the guard play. The, the three that were highlighted were Davion Mitchell and, and Jared Butler and Macy Oteague in 2021. That's going to be a pretty similar case for probably the rest of the Scott Drew era. He doesn't play with a lot of bigs that the game's going to go through. And forty being out-rebounded by 15, again, they still won, but by 15, allowing 16 offensive boards to Gonzaga, not good. I want to give credit, credit though, to Caleb Lohner for uh, the way he played against the Zags, the way he's played pretty much all season, fighting for rebounds, just doing the dirty stuff. Uh, not dirty, but the you know the dirty work, I guess, has, has gl- just, to me, been a glaring, glaring bright spot for the Bears. I like what you've gotten out of Loner. I think he rebounds better than anybody on the team. That's why he leads the team in rebounds, too. So, huh, look at that big J journalism. And and if Baylor can step that part of the game up, get more boards, win that battle, win the points in the paint battle, which they don't always do, they're going to have even more. They're going to have exponentially more success late in the season where you get in the Big 12 play where there are bigs that are going to vie, like Gonzaga, fight in the paint and out-rebound you by 15. you got to alleviate that. Overall, for Baylor... Keontae George, leading scorer. I think the guy just steps up in big moments. He didn't shoot great by any means, uh, but he had 18 points. Six for 15. He goes three for eight from deep and puts together six rebounds, couple steals, couple assists. Just, yes. That is your true freshman going up on a massive stage. He only played 25 minutes. He only played 25 minutes and still put up 18 points. Flagler got his. Uh, Flo Thamba with two points, that is to be expected, but his defense was there. I loved the defense. Um, and then uh, look at Langston Love coming in with 10 points. I have wanted a lot more out of Langston Love this season. I Every time he's coming to games where I've been at the home games, you know, kind of look over and be like, all right, at what point is Langston Love going to be what he was advertised coming in as a freshman prior to his injury? At what point does he shake the injury and look normal? I think he finally got back to that point. So you saw Baylor go and beat Gonzaga. And what does that mean? Yes, yes. It's one of the few good things that have happened recently for Baylor Athletics. The volleyball team, by the way, is going to the Sweet 16. I don't want to leave them out. They're really good at what they do. Uh, We're going to talk about that more this week. We should. I I have neglected that. This basketball team is going to stay in the top 10. They're going to stay in the top 10. They still have the longest streak in the nation. They posted that graphic, and I thought, all right, well, that was fun. They're going to lose now because of the graphic. And no. Now they're going to stay in the top 10 after beating Gonzaga and they keep the streak alive. That makes, that makes me happy in a weekend where not a lot of things, a couple of weekends where not a lot of things for Baylor have made me happy. So a great win. Um, we would typically hear here from Scott Drew, but we're running close on time. We're running close on time. So we'll, we'll keep it here. Um, I'll, I'll close. <laughs> let us pray. I will close by saying one thing on my mind all this weekend and on my mind today uh, is a TCU deal. 
how do we how do we how do we do it? I know this has nothing to do with Baylor men's basketball, but I'm just kind of going back to a point here. TCU, do you root for TCU in the Big 12 championship game? I did. Um, I did. Should I have? Probably not. You know, I, I will atone for those sins. I will. Though they are now in the college football playoff. I want TCU to lose by 40 points. But I am going to be a mature fan. I'm going to put my pride aside. And I'm going to root for TCU against Michigan. My girlfriend goes there. Somehow it makes me want them to lose even more. But I'm not going to be that way. I'm not. I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm going to root for the Big 12 to vie for national championship. If it was Kansas State in this position, you'd be rooting so hard for Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech. It's because it's rival TCU. And it's a pretty a bad rival. You know, you don't like them. But they don't have Gary Patterson anymore. Oh, my gosh, guys. We haven't talked about the Baylor defensive coordinator yet. They fired a whole D.C. That could have been part of today's show. It will be the rest of this week, though. I like the Corey, uh, what was it, Corey, uh, Corey Raymond from Florida or Anderson from Weber. There are a couple guys. Kevin Steele, you guys heard that one? TCU. Root, root. It's okay to root for those guys. Um, Jerry Patterson's gone. Art Bryles is not a Baylor anymore. Those old ties, the longest rivalry. Yes, I get it. But I, I can tell you, and there were a lot of tweets, the, the Peter Pope tweets out there that were like, ah, I hate it, but fine. Congratulations, whatever. And the more TCU wins, the better that is for the Big 12. And the less you see teams like Oklahoma jumping spots and going to the Cheez It Bowl. Uh, the more you see TCU, Baylor, Texas Tech, the Hateful Eight becoming bigger brands in college sports, that's a good thing for Baylor. TCU going to the college football playoff is a good thing for Baylor. It just is. It is money for the Big 12, which you'll never see. So I don't know. Oh, we got money. I hate when people brag about that in the SEC. But it's money for the team. It's money for the Big 12. It's exposure for the Big 12. And if TCU goes and they put up a real fight, it's respect for the Big 12. It shuts up Sims. It shuts up Paul Feinbaum. And they have to start saying, all right, the Big 12 is the legitimate dog in college football. It's not a Cinderella story. But a team like TCU, who is only within one point of Baylor, uh, and a team that Baylor's pretty comfortable with, is is someone who belongs on a national stage. So that's it. That's why I'll root for TCU. I will. I'm not going to wear any TCU gear. No. But I will, I will say go Frogs when they play in the college football playoff. While your Baylor Bears take on Air Force at Amon G. Carter Stadium. Who's not ready for that? Sucks. This has been, uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. We'll be talking more about Baylor DC conversation. My five candidates, I, 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 like, all, I like them all, even the Gary Patterson one. It's not going to happen. It's kind of funny. It gets clear. Uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow on Locked on the Air Force. Baylor!